Ladies and gentlemen, the questions you've all been asking are now being answered. Welcome to another edition of It's All About Who You Know, the podcast where influential people talk big topics in sports, faith, and more. Your host is a former Oregon State wrestler. He has a 4.9 star Uber rating and is currently undefeated in his MMA career. Here is Christian Robertson. Oh, oh no, I God. hear his voice. I don't see his face though, which I'm is glad. let's just keep it like this. Let's just let's just, let's just pretend he's not here. Can you see can you hear me now? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. Who whose idea was it gonna be a call on the podcast? I thought it was just gonna be this whole yeah. nice to be broke. Whose idea was it to shave your facial hair, bro? Dude, I'm trying I'm trying to get rid of my acne, alright? Leave me alone. I'm trying to you know, it's hard to do that with facial hair. Bro, I think your acne's trying to get rid of you, man. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Turn that. What are you doing? What? Dude, this sucks, man. I'm about to take a nap. What are you doing? It's going to look all janky. At least turn your phone sideways. All janky, man. You don't like my thick neck? No, I don't like the up and down. It's up and down right now. The recording's going to be super weird. That's what you look like all the time, okay? So I think I deserve a little bit of credit for put up with it bro turn the phone sideways so it doesn't look weird on the what do you mean golly you're such a jerk oh dude what are we even doing here this quarantine sucks what are you talking about you guys aren't even social distancing from each other carl told me everything earlier he was like yeah me and gus we've been doing jits and and hanging out and playing video games what Bro, yeah, I'm freaking. I, I said, yeah. Bro, no, I said jits. You're rolling jits. Dude, jits. I made I made some sandbags today. I went to to or to Lowe's. I got like these this industrial trash bags. And I made some. Yeah, I saw on your stupid Instagram. Yeah, but I made that one broke. I didn't make that one wasn't great. So I, I made it, I made three more. I made a fifty, a one hundred, a one fifty, and I did a workout today. Dude, it sucked. That's awesome. Dude, sandbags. Yeah. That's yeah. legit. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like trying to sandbags. I bet you like sandbagging. Freaking loser. Lazy. <laughs> I have my blue belt for like six years, so. Oh, man. What I is. I guess all the time. So it's yeah, like, it's funny because he's really time. a white belt. We had talked. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that video? Have you seen that video with Tim Kennedy where it's like the setup is like one of those like undercover videos? Like the, it, for like the first two minutes, you know, he's like talking. He's like, yeah, we're going to go in. Like. Tim Kennedy, UFC, fought for a world title, uh, black belt in jiu-jitsu, just a stud. Navy SEAL or Army Ranger or something. But he's like, yeah, we're going to pretend I'm a white belt. And I, you know, I'm going to put this disguise on everything. They got, I've seen that, yeah. They got yeah. this whole elaborate disguise. <laughs> and then it's just him and a mustache. <laughs> and he's going around just destroying people. Like, not even doing jiu-jitsu, but just, like, slamming people on their heads. And it's like his own gym. So everybody's just like. Who the heck is Tim? Or no, it's not even his gym. So everybody's like, "Who the heck is Tim Kennedy?" I was gonna say, yeah, if it's his gym and he just puts on a mustache, that's fake. But like the video, it like comes off as serious for like a minute and a half, and then it gets into it, and like, because they like, they have like people doing the makeup and stuff, and it looks like it's gonna be legit, and then he walks out, and it's just a mustache and like a, a headband or something stupid. Are we recording already? Yeah, I've been recording. Um, I don't know if I'll put that 
those basically trial runs because we were running out of connection and then Gus wasn't on and all that. So what about you, CNN? You better report the truth. Yeah, good news over <laughs> here. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 man. I'm in Cali and Oregon. Like, you guys might be fine out there in Texas, but I'll get shot if people hear that I said that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> CNN direct. sucks. Whoa, no, oh, hey, look. I don't care, bro. I don't care, man. I'll say it. I'll oh, say it. Oh, you don't care. Oh, we got badass over here. All right. <laughs> bro, I put up 405 for five the other day. Oh, dude, he's been talking about that for weeks. Because <laughs> it happened a week ago. Dude, a four next, five, like, next week, I'll talk year? about it for two weeks. <laughs> With these sandbags, man, they were great. Great. Have you ever even done 405 on squat, Gus? Oh, dude, I curl 405. What do you want from me? The truth, man. Dude, You're I like was wrestling 405 all today because Carl's gotten fat, dude. He's heavy. <laughs> I'm like, damn, what do you weigh, 405 pounds? <laughs> What'd you say, Carl or Russell? I don't know. Carl. Oh, oh, <laughs> Russell, dude, that's Shamu over there. Put him back in the ocean. <laughs> he can't yeah, swim. Uh, He's nah. in the tank too long. He's going stir crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> dude, dude, y'all are over here today. I remember, I remember one time it was like a wrestling meet, and Russell was like weighing in, and somebody comes up to him, they're like Russell, I still, I see you still got the pancake titties, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, this must be one. Of, I was like, I was like, this must be one, one of Russell's best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! You can't say all that, man. Dang. I mean, we got him a brawl like we fixed it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) We're working on it, man. We made progress. (laughs) Oh my god! Anything eventful? Yeah, he's coming. He's coming to town. We don't care about quarantine, man. We're doing it. (laughs) That's funny. Anything? uh, Anything fun? How, How was your guys' Easter, by the way? Did you guys have a good Easter? It's good time with family, not not too much family. Yeah, only uh, nine family members. It was definitely wasn't ten or more. Yeah, no, for sure not. Gus, have you lost some muscle? Dude, all you can see is my face. All you can see is my face. How would you even? <laughs> he got all offended, bro. No, dude. Uh, no. I got the sun, Sandy. I weighed, uh, weighed, uh, you know, 220 solid muscle. Golly, man. That's funny. What were you saying, Carl? Nobody was paying attention. <laughs> I don't know, dude. All you right. Say- For those of you guys that do not know, I just want to say to all the audience, this is my one of my best friends, Carlos Diaz. Uh, him and Gus went to high school together. Carlos and I went to junior college together for a year. And um, Carlos has come out here and visited me. I will never go out and visit him. Uh, I wouldn't let him. I wouldn't yeah, let him. Hey, no, I was talking to Carlos about this, Gus. I want to know what your thoughts are. Dude, we should get a house in Portland next year, all three of us. Yeah, but the problem is, the problem is, is that we're going to end up on one of those Netflix miniseries about how three men just went crazy and murdered each other. <laughs> except except the, the tall, handsome one got away. Hey, I'm not that tall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't care, dude. I'll I'll go crazy. Like if we're like, let's just say, let's just let's put a scenario. Here. If we're stranded on an island, I would not hesitate to eat you. 
Either barbell? Either one, dude. I'm surviving, dude. I'm just saying. I'm. I've got. I got a leg up, and I don't care. I talk, I walked to my mom's room today, and this will this will just serve to your point. I walked to my mom's room today, and she's like, "Has your butt gotten bigger?" I was like, <laughs> "She's like, are those? Do you? Do those pants even fit you?" I was like, "What are you talking about? They're supposed to be high water." She's like, "No, I think your butt has gotten bigger." I was like, "She's like, Chris, come look at his butt." And she was saying the word ass, but um, and I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna sit here and pose for my dad. I'm gonna leave. I'm leaving." I was like, "I'm leaving." Yeah, that's weird. This is like, like, yeah, yeah, butt gotten bigger. This isn't Christian. Like checking me out. And then my dad walked in. Out, my dad walked in. He's like, "What?" I was like, "Dad, get the heck out of here! What are you doing?" <laughs> he didn't say that. No, he would. Gus, I watched one of these podcasts, and weren't you talking about doing stand-up comedy? Gus uh, is a stand-up, stand-up that's how I, comedian. That's how I introduced yeah, Gus. He's what a, do you want me to do? That's a, that's how I when I the first time Break Gus and I did the podcast. I need to, I need to start doing it more. But uh, I'll introduce him as uh, a former comedian. college wrestler and current stand-up comedian and rapper. <laughs> he is a rapper, bro. Yeah, if this one thing is in all those, it's a rapper for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's definitely not a former wrestler. Dude, you should actually go Instagram Live and just like do stand up comedy on your Instagram Live as if people were like, you know, in the crowd. I feel like his stand up so, comedy. I feel, so... I feel like your stand up comedy would just be you standing up. Because <laughs> you're funny. Look, just you falling down. Because you're Gus is the one comedian that can do stand up comedy sitting down. <laughs> you do it like in the guru position, you know, levitating. Guru Lahima? Guru Lahima? <laughs> guru Lahima? Donald Trump? Into the void? Into the void? <laughs> okay, I do want to. I, I, I want to. Okay, so I, I want to talk about that because that was a cool thing that, that happened that one time. Um, those of you guys that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about. Uh, this show, Legend of Korra, and there's this guy named Guru Lahima, and then what's the one guy's name? Zahir that learns how to fly. Zahir, dude. Yeah, so he goes Legend. in the void. So one day we're uh, we're like doing box jumps or something or stair jumps. We were doing stair jumps. Yeah, we're jumping those stairs, man. There's like a, and there was like this height that nobody could get. I had tried it like ten times. I couldn't get it, and so I just sat there and I like visualized. It. I closed my eyes. I like breathed, and then I just like felt it like happen in my mind. And then I hit it, and uh, from that point on, we just called like the visualization going into the void. No, we said it. Remember, we said it like didn't we say like into the void? And you're like, oh, yeah. Screw it, yeah. Well, no. Yeah. So Joe was there, and then I hit it, and Joe was like, "Bro, he went into the void." Yeah. No, it was you just downplayed it big time because it was way more mystical and astronomical than that. Well, because it was I, like well, because you centered yourself. And I got my actually got into the void. It's not about a Jedi TV show. Matrix stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if we're if we're going if we're being honest, yeah, I was I was, it was pretty cool on my end for sure because nobody <laughs> nobody could get it. Pretty great. If we're being honest, I'm pretty great. I'm pretty I think great. there was like an Olympic high jumper there that couldn't get it, and I was way off. Yeah. And then yeah. I visualized. Yeah, Same Bolt was there, and he's like, "Dude, I bet you can't beat me in a race." And you're like, "All right, whatever, dude." And then and we went out there. We hit and the track. Him. I was like, "What?" We he hit the track. We hit the track. Yeah. Um, <laughs> granted, dude, I, was that guy. Granted, I, I mean, slammed him he, on his head his before. Career, right? I don't know, dude. What if Usain Bolt did come back for another year? He'd have to wait another year though, because the shutdown. Dude, do you guys think we are going to see a football wrestling 
any sports this year, okay? Uh, across college or maybe just professional. What do you think it's going to look like? 2021. Who invited you here? Look. Why are you asking questions? I decided to bring some substance to this okay, podcast. Kind of crystal ball and see the future? What do you think? What do we think? Okay, I do want to say this, though, before we answer your question, because I was thinking about this the other day. The NCAA is such a disgusting institution. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just think, why would they not, like, think about, why would they not just postpone everything? Like, the, a day into all this stuff, they're just like, nope, we're canceling it. They do not care about the athletes one bit. Like, that's ridiculous that they just canceled it. Like, why wouldn't they just postpone it? Like, the Olympics postponed a year. Why can't the NCAA just say, you know what, we're going to postpone the this to this date like a date far enough into the future where if it doesn't happen like if we get there and it's like okay we can't do it like logistically or whatever then we cancel but i don't understand like like think about this like what if the, like let's just, we're all wrestlers like we missed out on seeing the the division one national tournament big deal biggest tournament in wrestling bigger than the olympics and worlds why couldn't they just be like you know what instead of like a preseason tournament or something we're just going to hold the nationals at the beginning of the season and then like guys could legitimately be a na- like two-time national champ within six months, so just push the nationals like back like five six months and have it instead of and that's that can go th- like with all sports and then just have guys rest and recover you know figure it out. I don't understand why they had to cancel it. And that and to me, I, I I do understand. Break, I do understand they canceled it because they don't care about the athletes at all. They only care about what the athletes can do for them. I mean, it was also declared a national emergency, you know. And if they did, if they just postponed it, like it just would have thrown off the timing of everything else. I feel like, you know, then you got that's a mess. And they probably knew that it was going to be happening, that this was going to, you know, go on for months. Yeah, so. like with the NFL thing, with the NFL thing, like the other day, I was talking to uh, Tom Brady. Called me, we were talking. He was like, you know, it's it's fine. Like I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> No, he's my buddy. He's my friend, and and he was like, "Yeah, I got a supermodel wife," and he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm, I'm hanging in there, you know. Cares, you know. But no, he called you because I didn't answer. Seemed, the athletes seem like they're okay with it, you know. I mean, if Tom Brady's okay with it, but you. Well, okay, but let's look at it from a college. Uh, Gus, shut the heck up. Let's look at it from a college <laughs> perspective right now, like. I don't understand, like, college athletes have such a limited window, and they're not given those years back. Like, if you think of a professional athlete, like, there's a potential. I mean, spring, spring athletes are. No, there's no, they canceled all sports from this point on. I know, but the spring athletes get an extra year eligibility, like, they're getting it back, you know? I mean, if they want it. It's okay, so, let, let, but then let's look at, like, like, the basketball guys. Like, why can't we just have a national tournament five, six months down the road? Because then you might as well just be training for the next season. You know? I know, but but that ta- that strips so many people's opportunity. Like you're telling me, there's not guys right now. There's not seniors that like had an opportunity to win a national title. Like this was their year. Like look at like Iowa wrestling. Like that was their year to beat Penn State. Oh, dude. Like dude. I mean, obviously it was we're going ta- down. But like think about like like my friend JJ. She's been. On the she was two places away last year from all American and cross country. She has been on the cusp. She's gone through injury, everything, and she's in her fifth or sixth year, like last chance. She has one more track season, 
and she, you know she 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 you have to place top 40 to be an all-american in cross country and she got like 41st or 42nd like right there been injured you know multiple injury red shirts and then has an opportunity within track like with the long distance runs like has one more chance to be an all-american and that's just stripped from her and she's not going to get that chance back like just to personalize like that would be awful like that's horrible like to take to take a senior's opportunity last opportunity away you know like just think yeah. about just think about some of the people that maybe came out of the woodwork this year and like had their chance i mean iowa wrestling is a perfect example like iowa wrestling was probably going to win the national tournament this year and i mean you never know but like and that's just all taken away yeah, I definitely feel. I mean, it's just it's tough all over for everybody. It's, yeah. I mean, it's like, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, I just don't think like canceling it right off the bat, like because the Olympics they postponed. I mean, obviously Olympics is different, but they postponed it. They postponed it, and I feel like you could just postpone it so late that it's like, okay, well, if it gets to that point and we can't do it, we can cancel it. But let's not just cancel it week one, you know. Like, we haven't even started the quarantine yet, and they canceled it. I'm right. I'm sorry, Carlos. Are we boring you? Or are you serious right now? Uh, like, come on, man. Quick phone call. Just, what do you mean? Quick phone You asked the question. Quick phone call. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? The right. nerve. Dude, Barbell, the nerve of some people. You are on the biggest podcast of all time. It's all Dude, about who you know. Is... Greatest name, greatest host, greatest oh, game of all okay, time. Okay, all right. Can we get He's back to the worst Can we get back ever? to this? Okay, somebody, let's go. Somebody get Jeremy Fuentes on here. He's not going to believe yeah, it. Fuentes back, <laughs> Just man. get him in Fuentes. here to say, just we just need him to say one word. Seriously? And then he can leave. Hey, at least my grandpa isn't getting naked over my record. What are you talking about? That video hey, is look, great. Uh, hey, that's that's pure gold entertainment. Okay, you're just being rude. All right. <laughs> that, was the most, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. So what was your yeah, question, was like, Carlos? I, I just wanted to go off on the NCAA because they, they can't do anything to me now. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, they they, they really loosened up quite a bit though too, <laughs> because now athletes can get sponsored, they can get paid. Like it's a big deal. That's pretty yeah, cool. I mean, deal. you know, you got to give them credit where it's due. I mean, dude. Yeah, but okay, but no, 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 no. I do not give them credit because they were so reluctant on that. That's not the that's the NCAA. Like their hand was forced there. It's not like the NCAA came out and was like, you know what, we should do. We should let athletes. Like first of all, they made the rule themselves. And they had no desire to change it. The only reason they changed it is because people were getting pissed. Yeah, are they gonna bring the uh, NCAA football back? Uh, I think so. I think that's. I think that's coming back. For what? The football game. Yeah. I had uh, I had Caden Henschel on. Do you guys know who that is? He's the wrestler with the big YouTube channel. He's a high school. Yeah, kid. I feel like I heard him. Well, I mean. I saw the thumbnail. I didn't click it yet. But yeah, we'll go no, watch yeah, it. Yeah, so I don't know him. Um, but he's watch. he's got like a a big YouTube channel. It's got like sixty five thousand subscribers, I think. But he can't monetize it yet or anything because he's still in high school. So I was talking to him, and he was like, "Yeah, that rule's going away uh, in next year in twenty twenty one." So, and I was like, "Are you just gonna click monetize the the day that goes away?" He's like, "Yeah, like I'm just gonna start collecting." So, because mm-hmm. I mean, if you think like. This he time, still do merch and stuff, though, right? Does he do no, you merch? can't do. You can't, I don't think you can do merch. It has to be like a nonprofit thing, or oh, something wow. like that. Yeah, like a donation or something like it's that. So it's dumb. weird. It's like, dude, this is America. I know. Yeah, what we stand for. 
it's disgusting. What was your question again, Carlos? I'm I'm sorry. I don't know. Why am I asking all the questions? This is a this isn't the Carlos Diaz experience. Is that really? <laughs> you said it in a video though. You're like, this is the Carlos Diaz experience. <laughs> oh man. We should that's, let, that's, this podcast should be labeled with the Carlos Diaz experience. I, I don't know how I can get negative viewership, but it would happen. <laughs> you can get so, dislikes. So that how are happen. we gonna work out the I got a question. How are we going to work out the house in Portland? Okay. Like what kind of house we staying? Is it going to be an apartment? You know, what's listen going here, on? listen here. All right. I'm Oregon trailing it. I'm trailblazing, man. I'm going up there in a month. Okay. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to start making the dough. I'm going to buy it. So first of all, YouTube channel podcast explode. Going to win the athlete search for first form. Okay. You guys have seen my workouts. That's legit. That's a six-figure contract. I'm winning that. They have literally painted a picture of what they want, and it looks exactly like Christian Robertson. There's no way I don't win that. Okay. Six-fig? Six-fig. Start winning some fights. Knockout bonuses. That's 50 Gs every time you get one. Who the heck is that? Tell that guy to go. My grandma. (laughs) It's my grandma. Carlos, is that your dad? It's my brother. I'm just kidding. So so what's going to happen is – so, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna be balling deep. Dude, your brother's so much cooler than you. Dude, my brother is not. That sounded bad. I'm gonna be balling in money. I can't hear you. I'm gonna be balling in money. Okay. Obviously, my tithe check's gonna go out first ten percent every time. Oh yeah. Shut up, Alexa. Um. Don't talk to her that way. <laughs> you shut up too, Gus. Um, and then uh, and I'm gonna buy a big house, and then I'm gonna bring you guys in, and uh, and you guys can just pay like. Half of what you would pay at a normal place, you would do that for us. So, like, let's say rent. All a, that let's say rent a thousand. Like, success. let's say a crap hole is a thousand. Five hundred for you boys. Five hundo. Five hundo a month. Five hundred a month. We're gonna get a dude. We're gonna have. We're. I'm gonna. We're gonna have Rogue come in, make the garage all nice, get a garage gym. We're just gonna be getting freaking jacked, bro. It's gonna be great. Dude, his brother just made him dinner. He's eating during the podcast. Okay, first of all, you get a phone call. And the then you're in. Dude, this was your idea. Bro. I'm gonna boot you guys off the you're podcast. Carl on the podcast. He's eating ice cream or something. So that's yeah, probably dinner. so. So that's probably gonna happen within a year or so. Oh, oh, dude. Did they get in trouble? Come didn't Bluebell? Didn't Bluebell like get like? In trouble for having like that was like that was like a million years ago. Okay, yeah. I, you don't come back from walk. that, man. People don't forget. Oh no, but have you had Bluebell? Okay, we forget and forget. Dude, I like Baskin Robbins, man. Isn't Bluebell like only sold in Texas? Yeah. No. Did your brother just tell you to keep it down? <laughs> no, we got a cat. Oh, um. So yeah, so that's the plan gonna buy a big mansion and then just to ease the cost a little bit not really ease the cost just you know just to keep you guys accountable i'm gonna have you pay a little bit of rent can you buy me a bike too like a bicycle so i can get around dude i'm gonna get it all man i'm gonna i legitimately dude, have a fireplace in the house too fireplace. legitimately i'm saying it jokingly but honestly within a year that's the goal have a fireplace we can like you know when on those winter days we can all like wake up early in the morning and just like snuggle yeah just we get some big dude we get some big bean bags we'll have a bean bag room yeah a bean bag room it'll be cool it'll be cool and we'll have Um, a maid it'll be cool 
what's our name gonna be? Or Here, maids? listen, I'm not paying for any maids, okay? Man, you know I ain't cleaning up after myself. I can't have any more girls in the house, all right? I already got you two moving in. Dude, but what's going to happen when one of us gets a girlfriend? OG, that would be? Well, it'll keep you accountable because you're not moving in with her. And then we'll just be there every time. We'll be like, Carlos, you being safe? You being smart? You staying staying pure? He's like, babe, you got to go. And then... And then by the time you get married, you can move out, and we'll find another person no, to move in. No, he's gonna he's gonna pull the classic Carl. Ah, you see, man, the thing is that is not the classic Carl. <laughs> I was Dude, thinking about that. Like I, I was really, thinking about it. And I, I was really, like, ah. I really like this girl. I don't know, Barbell. <laughs> great, great. We talked about it. We talked about it. I she's <laughs> just ah, she really wants to get her degree, and I just. I think God's cool with it, man. I think that's cool. <laughs> I don't know. I was Dang. praying about it at 4.30 this morning. and <sighs> no. I didn't need her to stink no. So Maybe God was asleep. Are, I took that as a sign. <laughs> that's not at all what would happen. Uh, no, but seriously, how cool would that be? Carlos can be like the editor, producer, Gus, co-host, to just get like a podcast room. Dude. Two things I want. Two things I want. Garage gym, rogued out, and then a podcast room. And then the rest. Okay. Let's let's elaborate. Let's go a little bit deeper on the garage gym. What, what's the essentials? What do we have in there? What's up? What, let's go a little deeper on the garage gym. Like, what's the essentials? What are we having? Oh, well, what we got to have? have a rogue rig. 100%. Of course. Okay. And I'm looking at this one. It's a rogue Wait, rig. what kind of rig? Is it a rack or a rig? <coughs> uh, rack. Sorry. Rack. But it's the rack with the uh, the belt squat extension. It's like fifteen hundred bucks. So I figure if I'm rich enough to buy the house, like I can deck it out with whatever I want. Get a couple bars, uh, maybe a deadlift bar, and then just a normal like, probably like two or three bars. Um, obviously weights, uh, just packed out the, you know, out the house with weights. Uh, you gotta get bumpers, mats bumpers, in the garage, dude. Bumpers and stuff. Dumbbells. I want to get dumbbells up to like one twenty to one fifty. So, um, got to get mats, kettlebells. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to just give like myself like a $10,000 budget and just go to rogue and, and get everything I need. Oh, I need to get, uh, some echo bikes. Have you seen those? Uh, no, we have them at the wrestling room. You have seen them, Gus. I think you've yeah, used them. Yeah, those assault them. bikes. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, those things yeah. suck. Those are the worst. Hate, get a couple of those. Um, Heck, maybe a wrestling mat that we just roll out if we need to. Yeah, dude, that'd be cool if we just had a little space. Maybe you could do just little jits. You know? Yeah, jits and then just just roll it back, and then obviously enough space. I mean, it's, I'm I'm probably not gonna park the car in the garage. The cars in the garage. I'm just gonna make like I want to get a big garage. I can just make it like a home home gym and everything. Um, probably get like a tire or two. Dude, what if we just went the whole, you know, got a yoke, you know, I was thinking about that. I, I want to get a yoke, too. I think that's a great thing. Um, honestly, like, what Corbett had back in mm-hmm. the, back then, Jeez. like, that's every, he had everything, man. Like, I would set it up just yeah, almost. You should have him on a podcast. I, was gonna I want that. to, man. I actually, I want to, when we do that, like, let's say, so, like, let's, like, let's say, like, legitimately, like, this happens in a year, like. Think my goals are accomplished. Like channel blows up, fights start happening, and I'm start winning a lot of money. If I do that, I will fly Corbett and his family out 
to uh, maybe not his whole family. He's got a lot of kids. But I will like if if I am if I do have a lot of money, I'll fly them out for like a weekend or something, and uh, and have them come work out, dinner, whatever. So Corbett's one of those guys I definitely want to want to pay back for sure. Dude, honestly though, what was better, Corbett as a person or his gym as a facility? Tough match. No competition. The gym. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, Corbett Taylor. Shout out to him. He was great, man. This guy let us. uh, He just he had like this big barn, basically, right? Like a a basically or like a second garage or something. Yeah, it was like a barn, small barn. Yeah, and he just. For over like a decade, decked it out and put a bunch of weights and pretty much like the best best garage gym anything I've ever seen. I mean, you yeah, we stopped. Good. He had the good he had the good barbells. Like he knew what was up. He had the good barbells. Yeah, good rack. I mean, he had the stones, the yoke. So Corbett used to sandbags. Dude, he had everything, man. He so he used to be a strong man. So like, and, and it's really I guess when he started, like Rogue wasn't really that big. So like, you kind of had to manufacture your own strongman equipment. And, and that's basically what he did. He made the stones by himself. Then he, you know, just accumulated stuff through Rogue and, and all that and over the years. Dude, and it was so cool when he held the competitions and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, so yeah. That. I remember that because didn't I, didn't I beat Barbell? <laughs> Here we go. That's – no, that happened. That's right. That's right. I remember that. Oh, and speaking of winning, Barbell, I know we're technically on Skype, but we're still face-to-face. So why don't you just – Oh, bro! You only got five left. What? You only have five after this one. Where, where did these arm calls come from? Oh, what? What, what do I don't we do, Remember, I just know I won. All right, that's five left. Where did these arm call push-ups come from? Hey, what? Too this? I've been doing so. I've been working out so much lately. I've been working out like three times a day. I'm bored, huh? I've been working on muscle-ups and handstand walks. I'm trying to get a muscle-up, and I'm trying to walk 50 yards on my hands. I'm sorry. I know. Like, we'll keep talking about that. I just want to talk about me again. Just one more <laughs> winning, and not only winning, but beating both of you guys, especially the guy that I see on the left side of my screen. No uh, one knows who that is. Robert Robinson. Uh, yeah, well, I think what sealed the deal. You know, it just you know, I'm just reminiscing. Sorry. I think what sealed the deal was the deadlift. Was that? Would you okay? Honestly, I was thinking about this the other day because I was doing some exercise and I was like, "Remember when Gus did like what was it like thirty seven reps at two twenty five in a minute? Was that what it was? Sounds right. It was two seventy five. Was it really? Dude, because I because I was deadlifting five hundred at that time because I was deadlifting all the time. Dude, that was an dude. I have a whole lot of pictures from that day. Actually, that was an impressive lift. I there was one I posted though I posted a picture it was like all of us and it was just oh, yeah. it was, I like I distorted it so much like I angled it to where I looked way bigger and then I like made them all look small and I posted it on my Instagram. Us, he photoshopped it. <laughs> it was so I looked way bigger than Gus. That's a great big pony. A pony. Uh yeah no um listen there's just so many things I could pull up and recall of when I beat Gus and I'm not going to. One, it's a huge list, and two, <laughs> I'm not as big of a low life as Gus. Oh, okay, man, you're just you're being the bigger man, you know. That's if I had great. if I had one victory to cling to over you, Gus, yeah, I'd probably I'd probably you know I would hope that in that time in that moment, me being this 
insignificant little figure in life would I would hope that I would at least have the uh, what's the word like the um, dude? The only thing you beat me at was rock paper scissors. All right, and that was like three years ago. I would hope that I would have dude, the integrity the, to say, you know what, Rochambeau. you know what, I'm not gonna bring it up. All right, I don't know what your headspace is like. You've only ever beat me in one thing ever. Okay, I can't relate to that. I can't. I just simply can't. Okay, so I get it. How you want to relish in that? It's like a little brother that wins a like finally beats their brother in something, and it's just like I got you there. All right, I dude, get it. can I screen share this? I have I have the whole album of pictures from it. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, dude, I probably look even uglier than I do now. Not possible. Okay, What's up, man? I'm trying to do. I'm trying to take care of the acne. Okay, that's why I shave. You know. Are you so conscious scale. about it? No. No. Um. Okay. I, I'm titling this podcast this because I want to talk about this because, like I said, I've been working a lot, a lot more. You know, obviously, I, ever since I got off the fast, dude, I've just had like crazy—not even motivation, just like desire to go in the gym, lift, lift heavy. My body's been feeling decent. My knee's the only thing that really hurts. Um. But I wanted to title this because I stopped listening to music or anything else while I lift, like podcasts, anything. And I started being like, and Gus, I think I text you this title, but there's like a concept of like being with your own thoughts, like being alone with your own thoughts. And, you know, I think us as a culture, you know, there's just a desire and a necessity to like multitask and to like, and I'm so guilty of it. Like I can't like edit without like music on in the background or something, you know, like I just really hard. But like just lifting and focusing on that and like doing hard workouts and being alone with my thoughts, I felt like it's more productive. It's as productive as possible. It's more productive than if I was listening to something else and like gaining like head knowledge. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I know exactly what you mean. I, uh, yeah, I I know what you mean by being more productive. It's like, it's almost like a weird form of meditation. Yeah. You know, it's. No, I, I definitely know what you mean. Because I, whenever I go to like to a commercial gym, like I don't have headphones in or yeah. anything like that. I'm just trying to do what I'm doing. And this morning I worked out. I didn't have I didn't have uh, the radio on. It was really nice. It was really peaceful. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I read a little bit of Luke this morning too. So. Would you? Re- well, okay. We'll get to that. I want to know what you read in Luke, but um, but yeah, I just think like for me. I feel like you don't gain as much. Like, let's say, like, you go to the gym. Like, you want to get, you want to be as productive at, like, that's what you're doing. Like, I'm not going to go to wrestling practice to try to get better at something completely opposite of wrestling. So, like, let's say I I go to the gym and I turn on a podcast. And, you know, this is not to say that, like, podcasts and music is bad. But, like, if I'm going to the gym, like, I want to get the most out of that workout. And I personally, something I've felt lately that happens when you're alone with your thoughts is you have to find a way to like overcome like mentally, like there's no escape. There's no release. There's no, you know, like what, like why do we, you know, go to TV or or music or something a lot of time, a lot of time it's like an escape. It's an escape from what's actually going on. And I think when you take that element out of it, when you're working out or when you're exercising or like in wrestling practice, like when the coaches turn off the stereo and stuff, it doesn't allow you to escape. It allows you to figure out like the task at hand, like get as good at the task at hand as you can and then figure yeah. out like those obstacles, at least in my opinion. Hey. I think there's like a middle, a little bit of mental yeah. toughness to that. I remember I was watching, have you, you, you've seen the movie fight club, right? 
You know, I've never seen Fight Club. You've never seen it? Yeah, really? let's, let's not relish on it. We know Carlos hasn't either. Yeah. Oh, come but on. No, That's actually the one I have seen. No, you were just talking about... We were just talking I about have seen it. A poster. You have seen it? No. <laughs> well, no, there's this part where, like, it's like there's two guys and, like, and the other guy, like, he does something painful to the other guy. Like, he pours, like, this, like, this chemical on his hand. And uh, and he had, like, this habit of, like, trying to find his happy place. And the guy, like, slaps him. like, don't try to find your happy place. Focus on the, like, focus on this right now. You know, don't try to escape it. And, like, like, mm. like feel the pain and know it's there and, like, let it motivate you for other things. You know? mm. and, or just, like, face it. Like, be, like, that's the most manly thing you do is just, like, just confront pain head on. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, that's kind of, it was crazy for sure. Like, it's a movie. But, like, I'll think about that sometimes when I'm working out. Like, sometimes, like, if I'm doing some heavy uh, farmer's walks and I'm like, oh, man, just 20 yards to go. Oh, my. And then I can let go. And then I'm like, I catch myself. And I'm like, no, man, just embrace the pain. Embrace yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I think for me too, like there's an element of like if I put the headphones in, for me I feel like it's an escape, but I also feel like, you know, like I like my like when I pray, like I don't like to think of like when I say amen, like that's the end of the conversation. Like I like to actually interact with God like throughout the day. And I feel like if I put my headphones in when I'm like almost breaking myself, it's like disconnecting me from that element of it, you know? Because, like, ultimately, like... comfort in the su- where suffering is supposed to be. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I, yeah, exactly. Um, and I just feel like during those times, like, you know, like, just like in, in life, when, like, things get tough, like, I... And when things are great, too, like, let's say I hit a big lift. But, like, you know, most of the time, for most people, like, we see right now, like, prayer is being searched in, like, record, like, crazy record numbers. Like, every... I don't even know what it is the numbers are. I'm not even going to try to butcher it. But it's crazy. And, and usually, so we usually lean on God when things are tough and we should be leaning on God every day. But like, I think I'm taking that philosophy to exercising too, is like, yeah, I want to be alone with my thoughts, but I, I also think my thought process can be like, you know, we talk about meditation and stuff, but I also think it can continue to this conversation I'm having with God. And <clears throat> I don't know. I just think like if I were, I would be, I feel like now, like if I were to take add an element of like distraction it would be taking away from that yeah no i know what you mean yeah it's, uh, like it's like walking in the spirit man yeah mm. trying to trying to pursue that yeah yeah i think just because like too like exercise is like one of the things i can really do like wholeheartedly right now like i can put a lot of time and effort into it and um so I just feel like if you're like, let's say like that becomes my, like, let's say I get end up getting paid to exercise. Like if that's like my job, like I don't want to detach God from the whole situation, you know? Uh, yeah. But, and not to say that anybody that's listening to a podcast is detaching God. I'm just saying for me, like being alone with your thoughts and like having no distraction there other than, um, yeah, I think that's out. something that we're scared to do. Like, I mean, yeah. think about how many people like will just sit there alone with their thoughts. Yeah, you know, like they need some sort of distraction. Yeah, and, that's like uh, that thing Joe Rogan's always talking about, like a deprivation, a sensory deprivation, or something like that. What's it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Dude, uh, yeah, because it's literally just doing your mind. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a scary place to be for some folks. You know, people yeah. start thinking about some stuff that you did. Even mistakes you made, or like there's some parts of yourself that's like not so pretty about mm. like your personality, and you're like, 
I honestly think for anybody it would be tough. It would be tough to like, you know, just endure that. Like not feeling anything. You don't even feel your body right. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, salt water. So it's like See, so float. Yeah, dude. So, like, you know, I, I feel like I'm a pretty happy, you know, go lucky guy, but in one of them things, I feel like I could kind of, I don't know, I don't know what it would be like, you know? I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I honestly, and too, like, this is kind of something that's new to me, so I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it, too, just because, like, I've been listening to a, not, a lot of, uh, do you guys know who Josh Bridges is? He's a CrossFit, uh, CrossFit yeah, athlete. CrossFit guy, yeah, yeah, Navy yeah. Seal. yeah, so he was a, he was a, a college wrestler, Navy SEAL, and CrossFit athlete, so basically, like, the baddest of the bad, so I've been listening, he's got a really great YouTube channel, um, but, yeah, I've been listening to him a lot, and he talked about that, and just, like, how, like, you know, in buds and stuff like that, you don't you don't get to listen to music. Like you don't get to escape like what you're going through. And I think a lot of that element is like, you know, if you're in a firefight, like the last thing you want somebody to be is distracted. Right. You know what I mean? And and so I think it just like it like boils down to like how are you going to attack the task at hand? In my opinion, you know. So like that's attack it, you know. It's like not passive. It's just yeah. Like it's with it moving forward with intent. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's. I mean, like I said, it's something I'm new. I've been trying, and I, you know, I'm not saying I'm right or anything, but I just think for me right now in this season, like, you know, some of these harder workouts I've been doing and stuff, like, not having music has been like a way to almost break, like, break me. You know. Hmm. Yeah. And like getting through that. Whereas if I had music, I feel like I could escape from that and I would be missing out on um, just being alone with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I also think, too, like, Gus, you kind of touched on it. I think a lot of people are scared to be like almost not occupied. Like, not, that, not just like, let's say, like, we're talking about like exercising or working, like being alone with your thoughts, but like, just in general, like some people can't like sit and be alone, you know. They can't sit and be alone. They got to be either scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or watching some show, TV, YouTube, like music, like something. Yeah. You know, drugs, alcohol. You know, it's it's a weird experience in there, just sober and your own and your own, just wherever you're at and not doing anything else. Yeah. I was thinking about this too, like. You know, I'll be interacting with my family, and it's like sometimes even if we're not talking, like it's okay. But when somebody gets on their phone, it's like, what are you doing? Like we're we're here, and then they'll be like, well, you know, nobody's saying anything. It's like, I, yeah, I get it, but I don't know. I feel like there's almost a value in. I feel like you can build a relationship with not talking either. You know. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it probably goes a little deeper if you're like intimate with somebody too. Like, just, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think there's just a lot of distraction out there. And I think if we're not focusing on what we're doing, um, I think, I think it could really hurt. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think that's cool. I've, I, I remember I thought about that a couple of years ago. Just that I think you and I had talked about it most. Uh, was the idea like it's cool like when friends can just like hang out and not have to say a word yeah yeah for sure 
you know, conversation is only a, a small piece of the pie of, of life, you know, so much more. It's a big piece of it, but yeah. 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 So yeah, that's just kind of my thoughts and I wanted to elaborate on it and kind of get what your guys, cause like I said, this has been something that's only been going on for me like the last three or four weeks. And, um, I guess I think we talked about it before just, you know, being alone with your thoughts and stuff. Um, but yeah, I wanted to get your guys opinion and just kind of see like, you know, moving forward, how you guys think about it or would navigate it or, or whatever. Cause I don't honestly like right now, like, I mean, yeah, there's certain days, like if I'm doing a hard workout, I don't know if I ever want to listen to music or anything again. Yeah. So. Carlos, Snapchat. What the heck, Carlos? What? You trying to post on your stuff? Dude, he's such a narc. No, I didn't mean to take a screenshot. I thought that was a full screen. Whatever. Thing. Bro. Whatever, man. Whatever, bro. Whatever. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. My name's Carlos. Dude, phone's about to die. I don't have a charger. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude! Right this now? is like your fourth or fifth podcast. You need to get it together. Gus and Don't I have done like have a... Gus and I have done like ten or fifteen podcasts. Has it been ten or fifteen? Yeah, I think it's been it's been over ten. I think. When we started, I was on podcast ten, and now I'm on. This is twenty five, and so I've probably had about five big guests since you've been on. So yeah, probably about ten. Wow, we're like professionals now. Dude, I haven't watched a single one of them. That's, <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. You come up and you text us all the time. You're like, bro, this had me dying. Like, I'll share it, man. It's cool. Yeah. I, I told you guys that uh, my friend Michaela, she listens. She just got picked 25th overall in women's NBA draft. It's kind of cool. Oh, snap. Congrats, Michaela. Yeah. Uh, Michaela Pivik. No, she's awesome. She's an amazing human being. Um, she like her- – <clears throat> what did you say she was point guard i don't uh yeah i think so i don't know um but yeah she's cool uh she texted me the other day she was like <laughs> i was like hey congrats or whatever she's like oh thank you so much like are you guys doing are you and gus doing a podcast monday and then she had texted me before like your podcast is so funny like i couldn't stop laughing the whole time i was like don't forget about us when you're famous Sure. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. she's, like, she's probably just like too bad you're in it. But I know, right? Um, but it feels good to hear that sometimes, though. Too, it's like, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay, somebody's laughing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. There's probably like four other that that watch it. Cool. Hey man, my average, my average listen, legit, my average listen is over 500. No way. My average podcast has 500 views or listens. No, because you probably had like one that was like with what's his name. Shut up, bro. That, that brings the average uh, up. <laughs> I got it. How many views do you think you typically averagely get, like with just you and me without big names? Three. <laughs> no, no, no. It's way more than that. Um, I don't know. I'll text it to you. It's, it's, it's. What are you embarrassed? No, not embarrassed. I don't want people to. It's my average listen is five hundred and twenty-four. I told you that. Oh my gosh, dude! The only YouTube change you, man. Just be real. Bro, I had Jaden Cox on the other day. Did you see that? I did. I watched. I haven't listened to it yet. I need to. Dude, I haven't listened to it yet. How do I get him off? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I never, I never listen to your podcast. My most successful guest ever, and you freaking do this. How many did he get? I don't know, man. Like a million or twelve. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Again, where are you? Are you in the garage? I told you. I'm in my parents' basement. You don't have a basement. I don't have parents either. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think uh, I remember that no, room. So we, okay, so we Isn't got that the, the room that goes to the garage? Yeah, so I, I got here and there was a bunch of clutter and stuff. Here, I'll show you. See, all this stuff was kind of like in the way and it was just like a storage space. And I was like, this is the office. I'm actually going to do a video um, because the weight room like leading into this office and stuff is actually pretty cool. So I'll just work in here and then I'll go lift and then I'll come back, start working. And then I'll go lift like it's great. Um, so I'm actually going to do a video like my new office or something like that. I'll probably drop it this week. Um, but yeah, it's it's it was a storage unit that I uh, I repurposed and my brothers have been doing their homework and stuff in here. My dad's been getting on Zoom calls. What the heck is this? <laughs> my kitty cat dog. Yeah, he's thinking about starting his own private zoo. Jeez. <laughs> Carlos Exotic. <laughs> oh. Dude, what time is it? Man? Dude, this, pod, podcast. this podcast should be called Helping Carlos Study for His HR Final Tomorrow or Yesterday. Did you pray about it? I pray about what? Everybody knows if you pray hard enough, God will give you the answers. You just talked about please, please. Oh, Gus, you were talking about since we brought up God. Um, you were talking about Luke. You were reading Luke. What, what were you reading in Luke? I was reading this morning. I just started from the beginning. I only got like seven chapters in, but uh, that was good, man. You know, it was, it was uh, you know, John the Baptist. Like I hadn't read like the John the Baptist with Zachariah. I think his name was, and Elizabeth was his parents. And they got the prophecy from Gabriel, you know, and Elizabeth went to go see Mary. And you're being very sacrilegious right now. I hope you what are you talking about flexing? I'm talking about something very serious. Okay. <laughs> go ahead, man. What are you talking about? No, like if Mary and Elizabeth, you know, they meet, they're pregnant, and they, like, both their babies leave with joy. Oh, know, yeah. And yeah. Got a batch of the weights. And then, uh, you know, it's cool. It's weird, too, because uh, – Jesus, he talks about he's in Nazareth, and he's like, no prophet is ever welcome in their hometown. And yeah. it's like, it's really weird. I think that's so true on a, a lot of different levels. Like, mm. in your hometown, like, a lot of people might, you know, rebuke you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, isn't that yeah. Jesus, the carpenter's son or whatever? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just yeah. like. Yeah. Joseph's son? Yeah. Yeah. I uh I love the passage in in I don't know if it's documented in Luke, but it's just talking about um John the Baptist like as a whole and and uh you know and, and, well some people thought so he's baptizing people and and you know and there's a prophecy about John like one will come before showing the way or whatever and it's talking about John and then John is you know he's baptizing people and people are like is this like the Messiah? And he's like the one. This is a this is one of my favorite verses, like to quote in all the Bible. He's like the one that is coming after me. Like I'm not even worthy to lace up his shoes. And then he's basically yeah. like, "Oh, there he is! Like he's right over there." And I just imagine <laughs> Jesus there, like, the of God. I just imagine Jesus like Patterson footage walking like. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> <laughs> like me. <laughs> 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 like just Bigfoot in the distance, like who? 
<laughs> That's how I think of it. And everybody just kind of turns like, and he's just up on the hill walking like, hey, you know what? Over here, why don't you baptize me? Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, no, dude, I serious. like the I like the John the Baptist where his disciples come to him and they're like, oh, dude, that Jesus and Nazareth guy, he's he's baptizing people now. He's more popular than you are. John's like, dude, I'm like the bridegroom at the wedding. Yes, yeah. I'm not the one getting. You know, I'm just happy for the groomsmen, or I'm just happy for the groom. Yeah, you know? I, I think that's I think that's a lot you can learn in life. Like, be happy for someone's success. Yeah, you know, not don't don't let it diminish your own. Like, hey, that's that's just their separate deal. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now because I love this passage. Uh, but it's it's where John um, is sending his disciples. I'm gonna look it up right now. But you guys, you guys keep talking. So, Carlos. Uh, you always been this ugly, or is it like over oh, time? <laughs> the new thing I'm trying out. This new thing I'm with trying out. With that little chin strap, yeah. Yeah, uh, I ain't gotta go nowhere. Oh, yeah, it's right here. Let me let me get it uh, real quick. So it's uh, we'll, so we'll just we'll just turn this into a Bible study because we'll just I, dive right into it. I love this passage. It's in Luke, so good for you. Um, yeah, I can read. It's cool. Luke 7. So this is one of my favorite because it just really shows the humanity. Because at this point, we're seeing John, and, and he's like this. You know, people thought he was the Messiah. And he baptizes Jesus, and we haven't really seen him be vulnerable. And he gets arrested, and he's about to get killed. And, and I he think asks Jesus, if he really is the one that. Yeah, so, so what does he say here? This is great. And Jesus is like. Jesus like and he tells the guy's disciples like tell them what you think that the lame walk yeah yeah so I got it here so so just the background for anybody listening um, so John has been you know imprisoned and he's about to get killed and it really Not shows serious. his humanity right now if you were faking this like let's say you're you're you know you're somebody that's faking this you wouldn't put this in the story because this is a, a somebody doubting Jesus right now and mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's so natural how we do it too. Like we just doubt and our doubts are not a bad thing. It's when we turn away and distrust. But so this is what it says. It's Luke seven eighteen. Then I'll just read until I'll, I'll read, um, until it gets to the point, but it says the disciples of John reported all these things to him and John calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to the Lord saying, are you the one who is to come or shall we look for another? So this is John here sending like, hey, are you are you really the Messiah? Like John from birth has been told and known that Jesus was the Messiah. The heavens opened up for crying out loud. And God the Father spoke that this is my son who I'm well pleased after he got dis- uh, after he gets baptized. And John is literally like, hey, go ask him if he's really the son. So verse 20, and when the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you saying, are you the one? Who is to come, or shall we look for another? In that hour, he healed many people of diseases and plagues and evil spirits, and on many whom were blind, he bestowed sight. And he answered them, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. This is my favorite part right here. He says, The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, the poor have good news preached to them, and blessed is the one who is not offended by me. Mm. 
So what does that mean to you? Man, I think it's just like a reminder. Like, like when we're questioning, we have a, a complete arsenal of a, just a data bank of things that God has, has put in, things that God has delivered us from, healing that God has placed on people, death that God has made into life. And that this story with whatever we're going through is just going to be another piece of that puzzle, another thing added to that testimony um, that is soon going to pass. So I would just say, like, there might be people questioning right now, like, if God's really real, like with this COVID-19 and this disease, you know, obviously it hit my family hard when my dad got it. And, um, you know, I kind of broke down when I got some bad news and, you know, thought maybe I wasn't ever going to see my dad again. And and I was just this verse. I mean, I wasn't thinking of it exactly this verse, but just that data bank of like, what have you seen? The lame walk, the deaf hear, the blind receive their sight, and the dead are raised. Like, and then it, it ends with, what does it end with? It ends with, and I think it's so important. It says, the dead are raised up, the poor have good news preached to them, and blesses the one who is not offended by me. Like that ending part, like it, it doesn't even have to do with any works. Hey, get out, Cole. Hey, hey, hey Cole. Here, so it's Cole. Cole, you want to sit in on us? Dude, sit down. No, you can't. Tell us what's up. So, yeah, I think just for me, man, oh don't be gosh. too loud. This is my brother Cole, everybody. Yeah, Dude, he cool. just got a mullet. No way. Yeah. It's the only mullet That's in California we checked. Cool the best one in California. Um, so yeah, I would just say, man, that like to me, it's just like no matter what you're going through, and I talked about this on my swim podcast too, but like, you know, I'll, I'll share it with you guys because I think it's a great analogy, but you know, I thought I was a lot deeper than I was, you know, the whole time I'm swimming, I'm swimming, and, and it, I see my camera guy over on the, on the side, I'm like, dude, if I go down, like he's not going to be able to get me, like I'm done, and I'm kicking and I'm kicking and I kick. And I kicked the ground. And it just, and obviously, right after I did that, I went out further, so I didn't kick the ground again. But I remember being that deep, thinking everything could go wrong. And I just, God reminded me right then and there, like, no matter what storm you're in, no matter how deep you think you are, like, I have got you. And, like, you can always put your feet down on me. And, yeah. and always, so, yeah. And so, like, uh, I think the, uh, it's like the analogy that that the parable that Jesus uses, like, you know, uh, on what kind of foundation do you build your house? Yeah, you know, like a firm one, like made of, you know, you know what I mean, like yeah, like solid uh, stone foundation or yeah. sands. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, it's a talk about. I mean, that's one. I think that's multiple verses that he talks about that. But like, um, you know, like the house on a hill or a firm foundation, like, will not soon be. Like, you know, even though the, actually we talked about it today in church, like though the storms and the tsunamis or whatever came, like the house stood still cause it was built on a firm foundation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that foundation, you know, is salvation through grace. Yeah. Yeah. Grace through faith, man. So yeah, I love that passage and I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause I, I did, I did want to read that and I, I, you know, I don't know if I bored anybody to death doing it. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> Honestly, like if you don't want to listen, you don't have to listen. But um, I've seen, you know, I've got that data bank and I've seen those words transform people's lives. And the fact that that's what Jesus said 
when they asked him, like, are you the one? He could have been like, come on, dude. Yeah, obviously I'm the one. He could have said anything else, but he said, go and tell him what you've seen. Basically saying, remind him what he's already seen. Yeah. But well, just no, that he it, says, tell them what you see. Yeah. Like, tell the, tell the disciples, like he told John's disciples, like, tell them, like, tell John what you see here. Yeah, but basically, like, John, John had seen that before, too, though. Uh, basically what it is yeah john john had seen i'm i guarantee john had seen john knew who jesus was he had seen him do miracles like after he had you know been baptized maybe he had, right I after he got baptized he went like like because in the bible it goes like right after i know at least in matthew he go like right after he gets baptized he goes straight to the desert okay like just, maybe you're right goes right to that far i'm not trying to like i'm not no like, no no, no, no. To... i'm i'm actually thinking now i'm, I'm dude i'm not i'm i'll admit if i'm wrong um, yeah. Whether or not John was convinced that Jesus was the son, because it says the yeah. heavens opened up and like people heard God's voice say, "This is my son, in whom I'm well pleased." Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. if that happened, like John's the second person to hear it or the first person to hear it. You know, um, yeah. so John, I don't think there was a lot of question as to whether or not Jesus was divine, but I think in that moment where he's about to get beheaded, there was a lot of doubt. Um, yeah. And instead of Jesus saying like, "Yes, I am," go tell John, "I am." Tell them what you've seen. And I think also, too, for us as Christians, like that goes right into our testimony. Like, you know, he's not giving them, you know, a big elaborate, you know, spiel or, or sermon. It's more he's saying, tell them what you've seen. Tell them what you've seen. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, think, I yeah. think for us as Christians, like that's so impactful because a lot of times we try to have the most eloquent you know, way of mm -hmm. saying some apologetic argument or whatever, but ultimately like your story is your story and nobody can take that away from you. And being able to say, share that is possibly the, the thing that, you know, changes somebody's life. Yeah. So. Well, dude, I'm going to have to get off here. Yeah. A bit. Dude, I actually will too, Barbell. Dude. Hey, we, we guys, we went, an we went a little over an hour uh, I think we ended on something really great. Um, yeah. I, I mean, heck, I might. I got kind of passionate. I was. I loved reading that. Um, yeah. Maybe. Maybe we do that more often too. Um, but. Uh, but no. I. Uh, I love you guys, man. I appreciate you guys. And uh, I know I jokingly said that, but that is uh, the goal as far as the house and stuff goes. So. Foil it, bro. Dude, we all gonna move out here. Hey Carlos, what's your media? What's your media company now? Like, is it gonna be like DS Media or something like that? Like, so when I oh, so like in a year when my videos start going and you're the producer or the cameraman, all that, like, is it gonna say powered by Finesse Media or whatever? Yeah, probably Finesse Photography. Even though okay. it's more than photography, I still like the name. So cool, cool man, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, dude, yeah, I'm excited about it, bro. Dude. dude, I love you guys too, man. This is so cool. All right, man. See you guys. Love you. All right, dude. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you f so much for being here. Uh, I didn't really do an intro before, but Carlos, uh, we talked about it during the podcast. Carlos is a buddy of ours. Went to school with Gus in high school and college. Went to school with me in college. One of my best friends been out here to visit me. So <clears throat> really don't have much to say there. Guys, if you have not yet, uh, make sure you go over to my YouTube channel, Christian Robertson, and subscribe to that. Follow me on Instagram at Barbell Robertson. Gus and Carlos, I'll link their stuff down in the description. <sighs> yeah, I don't really have much to say in these 
outros. Um, God bless. But uh, I think we're done here.